0: So I looked at that, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the skate park and try that. I'm gonna try it. That is insane. And that's what ended up becoming eggplants because you're grabbing the same way as an eggplant. I'm grabbing the opposite hand, opposite. You know what I mean? You know Wait, her? you did switch your handplant before anyone did an eggplant? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: So that's what I'm talking about. What's up, everybody? Welcome yeah. to a, an audience edition yeah. of Hawk versus Wolf, featuring Steve Caballero. Yes. yes. <laughs> See crowd. So we have all of our we have all of our <laughs> raffle winners from the raffle guys. Uh, that benefited Skate Park Project, and thanks you guys for coming. Yes, from all over in town, Denver, Montana. Dang. Oh, you guys we didn't even pay for travel. North so County? I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. I would, <laughs> this is, you see the kind of budget we're working with, right? We <laughs> apologize if we couldn't
2: get your travel, but… I brought skateboards to give you guys. It's probably not worth a there plane you you ticket. You can sell
1: those for a hotel room. Yeah. Costs. <laughs> you're not going to get a very good room. <laughs> but we're here to talk about… two Steve Caballero. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. you, made you. It. Finally made it on your guys' show. Yeah. Oh, you're always welcome. If you it. if we were recording one day and you walked in, you could have just come in and done the show. Just
0: I'll remember know that. Well, yeah. Next time I'm standing on the platform out there. We well, can't
1: do it now. You've done this. <laughs> Don't come back in a second time, <laughs> Okay. unless you have something new to tell. Oh, me. That's guess, how we got Bucky on the guess show. Guess only
0: come in one time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> unless you leave us cliffhanging with a story. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then you're like, you to be shut continued. Shut yeah, What's that?
0: to be continued. You yeah. could play it like that. <laughs> okay, thought, that would be pretty sick. Every, every story end, I'm gonna really be like, I
2: actually continued. have a
1: really crazy story, but I think I'll save it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. Okay. Yeah. Don't there do, do that. There was something Rodney alluded to something is like oh, Oxnard, I, and he, then everyone's like, we got to hear the Oxnard yeah, story. No, he talked about facing death and that how
2: he's not scared of it, and he's like, don't even start me on this Oxnard thing. And I go, I. I, I want to know about Oxnard. Like, what do you mean you face death and you don't and you smile at it and something really bad in Oxnard happened and we didn't get that so story? So, see, what's
0: your Oxnard story? Yeah,
1: did you ever get in a gunfight?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oxnard. I only know Oxnard is being a skate park there. In the no, 80s. no, I mean
1: like what's, you know, the story of your life that's like the
0: equivalent of his Oxnard story. Yeah. Shoot, like a near-death experience? I don't know. I'm Looking down the smell barrel smell. of
1: a gun, Dang. there it was.
0: Well, I think I just shared it with you, NASCAR.
1: Rock. Oh, yeah. We were doing NASCAR on the uh, Secret Skate Park Tour. Yeah. On the gigantic skate park tour. Yeah. You guys were doing 160.
0: On well, I was. Life. I don't know what Ellis was doing. He's behind me.
1: <laughs> all, we know is you guys, all we know is you guys are passing Rick Thorne. That's all we really know. It wasn't a huge I think I lapped
0: Rick Thorne a couple of times. Think but- <laughs> I think I jumped past him at one point. 30,
1: oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah. Um, thank you. Wow. What an honor. Uh, I know I've told you this story before, but but… I remember seeing the photo of you at Winchester with elbow pads on your knees. Yes. And it made me want to do aerials because I was like, that guy's small and he's wearing <laughs> elbow pads on his knees like I do. And he could get in the air. I want to do that.
0: Well, I think that people saw this because it was a tracker ad that I shot with Ted Turbone. Okay. And that was a, that was a first time that rectors actually had a cap Put on the pad because normally oh, we had yeah. rectors and then we had norcons that we'd put on. And the funny thing about the whole thing with the pad and and the plastic thing is that's how I learned how to knee slide. Yeah. I mean, I'd never seen anybody do a knee slide ever in my entire life. So I thought, like, okay, you put the pad on, you put the cap on, it's like, well, what's a plastic thing for? It's like to slide on your knees. So I learned how to bail and slide on my knees, and that's how I learned how to skate. And then all of a sudden, I, I look in this magazine, Skateboarder Magazine, and I see The Art of Knee Sliding by Brad Bowman. I'm like, oh, it's a thing. Oh, you thought you uh, invented it. No, I didn't think I invented anything. I, did, I go, that's just the way you bail. It was bail. just like a
1: desperate move on his part, but he didn't realize that it was a thing everyone did.
0: Yeah, I'm from yeah. NorCal. They're from SoCal. The magazine's from SoCal. And then all of a sudden, I'm doing this thing that is a thing. So Don't me, take this the wrong way,
1: but you're so old.
0: You were there
2: before
1: knee slides. Me too. I'm writing this down. I got photos of me in volleyball pads. You guys are old as a You're fuck. so old that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's worse than itching
2: in your daddy's pants, old. That's like, you guys are old. Knee slides. We're as old as knee yeah, slides. Man. Yeah. 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 That, cool. that was an
0: important part of skateboarding. It Thanks, was. guys. It yeah. was, that was huge because that really changed the way that I, Approach skating, and it also changed the way that I could like progress. Yeah, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't afraid of falling anymore. Because right. I just slide on my knees. Yeah. you know, like we. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> <And> I, well, <laughs> but, but there wasn't much padding in those pads. But but you could yeah get a, a knee slide. But it wasn't it wasn't so much the pads that what I saw is I just saw I saw you and and I saw you flying, and I was like, I want to do that. That's yeah. all I want to do. And that really was a moment where. I said I'm just going to skate because if if that's possible, that's that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, I you know I could do little flyouts on the Snake runway. but I'm just saying like that was a big inspiration, and then and then getting to be on Bones Brigade with you and Mike <clears throat> when I was very impressionable and very intimidated um, was exciting and intimidating. How many little people? And he's going to tell the story and whatever.
2: I remember of, you know footage of. You being so small yeah. and being that good. Was there and then when he was on the Bones Brigade, he also was small. You were shorter, but he was also like a baby looking person.
0: No, I have a photo of me and him and McGill, and McGill's way up here. Right. We're in the same yeah. size.
2: Getner Banks. Yeah. 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 Right. We're the same height. So that's was there any other people of your age that were
0: that good? Um, well Hosoe was amateur at the time. He was pretty small. Okay. And, uh, you know, I met him at Marina Del Rey skate park, hair down his butt. I thought it was a girl at first, yeah. actually. When I showed up, I'm like, oh, my little girl's ripping. Yeah. I'm like, that's a dude. I'm like, oh, well, he's ripping. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he was skating the little brown bowls. Remember the brown yeah. bowls there? And he was skating the brown bowls like you would skate a pool, inverts, like airs out of it. Like yeah, I think it was, it was tiny. like
1: five feet deep. Yeah. Maybe it was not tiny. even vert.
0: And I'm like, if this guy could do this stuff up in the keyhole someday, he's going to be really good. Yeah. And I remember we walked up to the keyhole and I remember he put his tail down and but he was scared to drop in.
2: Oh, wow. And I'm
0: like, oh, he rips the brown balls. We don't want to drop in on in the keyhole. Oh, so he's not there yet. And then the next time I go to to Marina del Rey, he's he figured it out. out. He figured it out. That All was right.
1: the difference. I was small. They were small. But they were going this high. Right. I, I was going this high.
0: Just yeah. And doing, I think doing
1: things with my board instead.
2: Right. But it was… It was I mean, still to this day, you you and Christian are the two people that could do ten foot aerials more consistently than any other human alive. So you not going as high as them nobody did.
1: Like you two had No, but but I mean that was that was our our generation, so to speak. It was yeah. it was us and then, you know, it was guys like Lester and Right. Well, that's
0: it, and stuff like that. And back to <clears throat> knee slide. That's <sighs> the knee slide is what helped us progress to that next level, and to be able to fly out three or four feet and be okay with. Okay, the, what were falling. you doing before you and you figured out how to knee slide? How'd you fall off? Just ran it out or tuck and roll. What?
2: What are you? It's like it's like you guys were BMX riders for the first era. Like you.
0: But you had pads on though, right? We had the pads, but we didn't have the caps. We didn't have the Narcon caps. So we just kind of just whatever. Whatever. You tuck and roll or run. run
1: Your knees were always chewed up. So
0: at the skate park, you couldn't ride a skate park without knee pads, elbow pads, helmet, or wrist guards. Like you would not be allowed to roll. Okay. So it was really like managed. Like there was a guy watching you. uh, Made sure you had all your pads on. So I grew up. Wearing this, I even had gloves under my wrist. Oh, me too. too.
1: Gardening gloves. That's right.
0: Yeah, because it was the thing. You look in the magazines, and those guys are wearing gardening gloves. And like, why are you wearing gardening gloves? I got to wear gardening gloves. Did you get the holes in the in the fingertips? So I used to get
1: holes in the fingertips, and then when I grabbed my board, they would get stuck on the (laughs) bolts, and then I would be stuck grabbing my board on the way down the wall.
0: Yeah. That's really like bad. if you did a tail tap and but, you yeah. try to come in, you're like yeah, going like, in yeah, I, with yeah. your hand on your board, still stuck. Yeah, exactly. And I did <laughs> I did
1: backside airs, grab my nose because Eddie yeah. Alera did, and so I grab my nose, get them stuck on the balls, and just hold
0: onto my nose the whole way down. And that was the weirdest thing about doing backside airs with grabbing your nose because we grabbed it right by the wheel well, so we would get. That's why we wore the gloves because the between stick You'd get our wheel hand bite on your yeah. yeah between the wheel well and your wheel, and then it would grind here, and we'd have marks here, so we wore gloves. When I first saw in the magazine Eddie Algaro where, where doing a grab, Why is he grabbing his nose? And his back foot's off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, doesn't the dude know if he just grabs a wheel and his yeah. back foot will stay off? <laughs> I not <he> know <laughs> any <laughs> better. Wait, he He's was out just, there making up tricks and you're like… This is like Vanner of like the front side invert, the Algaro, and I'm like making fun of his backside airs. <laughs> <laughs> but his back foot's coming off. Is it, that a trick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought it was. Almost every time he did it, his back foot was off? He had a sequence in the magazine of a yeah. backside error, which was as high as anything you've ever seen. Okay. But his back foot was starting to come off. Right. And everyone else was like, that's amazing. But Steve was just critical. I was like, that's not amazing. <laughs> <laughs> your frontside, and inverts and your Algarios are amazing. And- I was down. Yeah. I, was, I was right in line with it. I was like, yes, I'm grabbing my nose. My back foot might come off. Awesome. Right. Because you nose grabbed better than anybody in the end. I figured
2: out to keep my back foot on. Right, but not a lot of people. <laughs> no. no one yeah, else. Yeah, but did. when he
0: was nose grabbing, the board was flipping, and the feet were coming off. So he was doing like air walks and finger flips and burials eventually. and. Right,
2: eventually, but I'm saying even his basic back today, he could like suck it in if he was going to hang up.
3: His foot holding his, his foot wasn't coming off. No. no, no.
2: It looked right for you. Yeah. I'm of I'm of an era of I had a board that was wide enough, and I was getting the um the the burn.
3: Yeah. And You're then grabbing the wheel well. it's changed and yeah. I was like, "There's yeah. no more
2: room to grab it there anymore." So start moving it up a little right. bit, or get behind it. Yeah. One of the two. I remember having to make that adjustment and yeah. finding it to be frustrating.
0: I had to do the nose as I got older and got fatter and less limber. I started grabbing from the wheel well. Started grabbing more of the nose because it was easier. Like get, on the warp tour, you know why on the warp around? <laughs> I was like, oh, now I'm grabbing like Tony because I can't actually grab down there anymore. (laughs) That's that's not true. (laughs) That was my big master plan. It was. You felt
2: like you couldn't bend over to touch it
0: anymore?
2: When did you get fat? I don't remember you being
0: fat. I was like in 2000. I was like skating one of those triple crowns. Yeah. And I remember going for a uh, a stale fish and I'm like, oh my God, what is going on right there? (laughs) (laughs) I've never felt that before. And I'm like, oh, there's no. something blocking. I can't uh, even grab the stale fish anymore. It's like really hard to I remember do.
1: You, I remember you telling me that outright. You're like, yeah. I can't do stale fish anymore. I'm too fat.
0: Yeah.
2: So and, did I was, you and, I, and I was
1: like, you can. He's like, no, I, I can't. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain amount of
2: pounds where everything becomes way more difficult for sure. Because I'm one of those people that's put on pounds before in my life. And I'm like, man, why is it so hard to skate? And then I'll see a photo of it years later and be like, I know exactly why it was hard <laughs> for you to skate then, you fat bastard. And, those were, I, and now it's different. Like the flexibility thing I can tell for yeah. stale fishes. I had to reteach my leg to, to contort that way. It yeah. didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, Is that, it's not fat because I'm in shape. And I'm like, It's because you're old.
0: Yeah. You can't make your leg bend anymore. Well, oh, I'm still, I'm still doing that. And like, so <clears throat> when we were skating, I mean, exercising or stretching wasn't, wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like you just did not do that. And it wasn't part of the routine. But, you know, like as you get older, you don't skate as much. And I feel like we have to like stretch every day. Like, you know, like even like putting on my socks on. It's hard to put my sock on. Still? Yeah. Wow, you skate good for yeah. a 2nd <laughs> <sifted>. dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I always, you know, I I, I was procrastinating. I was like, oh, I better stretch today, you know, because it'll help me out. And… I would have thought you were a little bit more serious with that because
2: you, of, your, of your back.
0: No, no, no. You never, never… I mean, I feel like you were just really
2: athletical. I remember you running up the ramp. Like when people would fall off, you'd run back up sometimes because you're in a hurry. And you're a shorter guy. And I remember when you'd run up, and would be like, man, he's like a fucking cat. Like, your feet are fast as fuck to get up there oh, like yeah. that. Like, you and Christian both had, like, a, you know, a real athleticism to you. I'm like, man, he ran up that ramp like he was fucking <laughs> Spider-Man. Like, you you had a real athletical body.
0: No, our ramps back then did not have stairs. So, if you want to get to the top of the ramp, you ran and grabbed the cope and put yourself up. And that's how we, our upper body stayed so fit was that pushing up all the time. and. Hey, wow. Running up, grab
1: it. I mean, you remember stairs, stairs were a luxury. Oh, Sometimes yeah. Sometimes decks were a luxury. Oh yeah. You know, and if someone had a deck that was wider than four feet, it was like it was like they were super rich. Yeah. Like how did you how did you make a platform up here? That's
0: crazy. Yeah, my in the my ramp in my backyard was only like like two feet actually on one side. The platform, and right? The, the platform yeah. on top, and then four feet on the other. And I have still have pictures of people. Sitting on the top of my, my, my parents' house, just a whole row of people and us skating the ramp because there's nowhere to stand or sit uh. in the backyard. Yeah. Ellis made for Hulk versus Wolf
2: Squarespace. Do you want to get a website? Do you want to get a domain name? Do you want to show up on the internet planet and show up looking glorious? Because I feel like if you wanted to do it yourself as a guy that's done it himself a few times, it's always super jank. And depending on what you're selling or what you're trying to communicate to the public, if you come off jank, you might've just shot yourself in the foot before you even started. So I feel like using these guys is a safer way to get your message across the way you want to. World-class design, uh, analytics. I love analytics. I'm a big analytic guy. A lot of people say that about me. Marketing tools, domains. E-commerce, also something that I'm infatuated with. Right, Katie? Totally. Uh, all this stuff is available, and they can do it right. So if you've got an idea and you, and you want to flex, now's the time because if you head to um, squarespace.com hawkwolf for a free trial, everybody, when, when you're ready to launch, use the offer code hawkwolf to save 10% off your first port purchase. Wow. Of a website or a domain. Squarespace, baby. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here for Hawk versus Wolf, the ultimate podcast. Talking about DoorDash here. Are you a busy person? Do you do a lot of things? Do you also enjoy eating food? What about if you go to a hotel and then you realize that you didn't bring your toothbrush or your toothpaste? You can even get stuff like that. Not just, uh, you know a lunch sent in late. DoorDash is excellent. They they show up on time. They show up with your order unlike other places that I don't want to get into. So, I'm happy to be a part of DoorDash and if you want to be a part of it, listen to this deal, y'all. 25% off and zero delivery f- fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, you got to do that and then enter the code wolf. That's 25% o- off up to, t- uh, uh, up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code WOLF. Because I'm running it right now. Don't forget, you use that code WOLF for 20, 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change. Items apply. You had a VertRAM, so that was already like more than…
0: Wait, I built a ramp. After the skate park closed. Like the skate parks they didn't last for more than a year, year and a half. Right. Like he was so quick. Wait, what? Del Mar and all that? No, well, but he's Del Mar- in, Nor- in the Northern
1: California. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I had I have the distinct privilege of saying that I skated Winchester with Steve Caballero. And that's big. And that, Winchester
0: wasn't around very long? No, a year and a half. At oh, least wow. maybe maybe two. And Campbell was like a mile away. I so I grew up. So I the first Park that ever showed up in NorCal was Winchester Skate Park. And that was in 1977. 77, 78. And then about a couple months later, Campbell Skate Park got built, and that was a mile away. So we could go back and forth. I I started at Winchester, but then Campbell had this like great deal where you could pay $30 a month for a mem- membership yeah. and skate for like a dollar all day. Cause like sessions. Back in the day It was probably like, $30 a year. No, it's $3. $3 a, dollars a month. month, really? Yeah. No, because what happened, this wasn't for the membership, this was to skate. Right. Because remember, like when we first started skating, it was like $1.75 for two hours. Yep. What? A for two hours to skate the park.
1: And my, you, my dad my dad would give me 50 cents for drinks. Would you go back in there with another two dollars to like stay?
2: Like could you give him 10 bucks and stay all day or how did that? Um, um, I think he didn't have ten dollars. Yeah. seventy-eight,
0: dude. No, dude. My mom, oh my, God. my mom gave me a dollar <laughs> yeah. to eat all day.
2: Yeah, and, but you could only skate for an hour because you were out of money to pay for the next hour.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Man, what a crock of shit! No, it's so bad. So, Ca- so Campbell had this this deal where you paid thirty dollars, and I, I I think about it, like, that's a dollar all day. So I I went to I left Winchester, went to Campbell. I'm like I'm going to skate every single day because I can skate for a dollar a day. That's
1: crazy that your home park became the reason for your home park was economics. Oh yeah. That's that's wild cuz yeah. everyone else didn't have two parks. It was just one
0: and you just made it work. Yeah, and so for some reason Campbell had this they were really fam- family oriented. So we had contests every week. I c- I could win like stuff from the pro shop, I could win free drinks, um I could win more skate time. So that, that's what gave me my drive to be competitive was, oh, you get, you get stuff right. for doing good. And so I would practice and practice. And then the top of the thing was get on the C, B, or A team. If you got on the A team of Campbell Skate Park, you got to skate for free. Wow. So that means, okay, if I make it onto the A team, my parents don't have to pay $30 a month to pay for my skating. yeah So I worked my butt off every day I'd go there. There was nobody at the park. And I would skate and skate and skate. So that – Campbell taught me how to be competitive and how to win things. Well, Winchester was just Winchester. They had the Pro Bowl. They had the Hester Series and everything there. But they weren't like family-oriented. Like they didn't have competitions for amateur skateboarders. It was a Just a business, yeah.
2: (gasps) It's just a weird thing to hear that from the get-go, you guys have had skate parks where you have to pay. Like I grew up – there was no such thing as a skate park. I mean something that was owned by somebody. It was just facilities in parks, and you went there and did whatever. Like to know that I ha- would have to get money from my parents to skate, like that just wasn't going to happen. Like, They'd be like, it's not real. Well, like- at
1: some point, especially down here, because those parks closed, but then o- Oasis Skate Park was here. Del Mar obviously re- remained the, lo- <clears throat> the longest. But uh, at some point, if you went to Del Mar enough, no one cared. Like the, the employees well, aren't. Grant worked there, so yeah, Grant worked there, <laughs> yeah. and so they're just like, okay, so so at some point you you got Carver. you got in good graces with with the, the the pro shop crew, and they were just there because they needed a job. It wasn't like they were trying to save the place or yeah. you know be beholden to the owners. So they were just like, yeah, go ahead and give us pizza. And- Sweet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. But that but so for us it was like a public CA park. If you got to a certain level, All right. And and you got to know everyone, they just let you in. I remember uh,
2: McGill's was the first time I ever was at a skate park that you had to pay to get in there. And I obviously paid oh for the first couple of times, but <laughs> then I got sponsored by Planet Earth. So I think this is probably the third time I was in America. And I used to wear a Planet Earth t-shirt without fail because I couldn't spell Planet Earth. Yeah. And you had to write down your sponsor to get in for free. <laughs> And I didn't want anyone to no, this is back when I was like, I don't want anyone to know how illiterate I am. So I'd just be like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh my Planet God. Earth. Can I go? <laughs>
2: yes, you can. Okay. And I would never not show up without the Planet Earth t-shirt, because I, I probably
1: still yeah. can't. I what? remember some parks had a had a team list. Yeah. Remember this? So they'd so they'd look up like, well, what team? Okay. Right.
2: Yeah, I remember McGill's dad coming out and I was doing tail grab fives. Yeah, he was fives. the enforcer. I was doing tail grab fives for the first time. I might have made my first one on that ramp. I'm not sure, but he came out and he was like, oh, I see you're doing some 540s. He's like, you know who invented the first <laughs> one? And I was like, dude, I, didn't, I was like, yes, I do. But I also was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> yes, I, I'm, a, I, I'm aware i met Mike McGill's skate park and I'm aware that he invented the McTwist. But what you don't know, Pops, is this is a tail grab 540. This is another level. But yeah, I just was like, yes. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but I remember looking at him like, you have no idea what I'm doing over here. I'm light years ahead of your son. Not true. But anyway. This guy did some mean 540s. Yeah. melon grab. Yeah, we were around the same time. Sluggo, <laughs> myself, and you were the first backside 540 guys besides him. Like that, yeah. which, which meant we were the first guys to do yeah, backside so 540. What, yeah, so melon, you mean. Grab yeah, so, melon. Yeah. Did when did you grab melon? He did it in a video. You, when you did it, you did He yeah, you know, did I every five forty in a Bones brigade video and it was like,
1: okay, he, when I, once I got my ramp in fall break,
2: yeah, just, yeah, yeah. and Fall then I guess that's what I tried to do every Stalefish single time. Stalefish, Tail Grab, yeah.
1: Melon. He did he
2: did all of them. Indy, he did them all.
0: Yeah, so the five forty was the demise of my winning Right. in pro professional skateboard. <laughs> right,
2: because there was a time there you can't do mute ones. I tried. I my mean, backside ones weren't like a
0: they well, were I had access. Hotter. Well, all I had access was my twelve foot wide, eleven foot high ramp in my backyard. Yeah. And you
1: carved them. Oh, well, that's, you you carved to learn five, a five yeah. I forty.
0: Didn't have a park. Didn't have a huge ramp. Didn't. I had twelve foot wide, eleven feet high ramp. But you and, carved uh, yours. Well, More than I mean, twelve when feet. I, no, I meant… <laughs> no. This is before I even ever landed one. I'm like, oh, the five forty McGill. Okay, 1984. Okay, and then everyone's just like, oh, we have to learn a new trick. Yeah. Okay, what is this trick? Okay, you grab mute. I could do mute errors. Um, But in Animal Chin, there's a couple I spin at boards, remember? Yeah. And so I was trying them, but I was too timid to even try to commit to land. so I gave up, and I'm like, okay, well, what can I do that's a 540? Oh, I can do units. Yep.
1: You know what Uh, a unit is, right?
0: It's a Miller flip. With another Put your hand down with another half twist. So I'm like, oh, well, that's my 540. But it wasn't good enough to get in the top three.
2: <laughs> right, because the know? big twist was some hot shit. Yeah, well, when yeah. he
0: was doing 540s and then Soy started doing 540s and they started going higher, it's like, and McGill was doing And then Lance was doing it. I mean, oh, Lance yeah. Mountain spent, I remember his process of him. He spent he a whole tortured. month. He was oh, tortured. He was tortured. He spent a whole month in his backyard every single day trying to spin a 540 to learn it. And I remember there's footage of him finally landing and just taking off his helmet and just throwing it super hard and, like, not even happy that he landed. He was super pissed. Right. It was a pure obligation. Yeah. yeah. I, and, but once he landed that 540, he started getting up there in place and he actually won a contest. Yeah, uh,
2: right. I remember he would always do them on he extensions. Won on him. Yep. I was like, what's your deal yeah. with doing them on yeah. extensions? He's oh, like, because yeah. I don't hang up. I'm like, do you know how fucking wrong that is? Like, your whole. I know. No wonder it I, took I that had. long to make one. Cause, like, just. And I could also tell he was one of those guys that he did a McTwist when his name was called out. There was no practice yeah. McTwist. It was like, yeah. Now, okay, now I will do it. I'm like,
1: so you don't even spin one before hitting the fuck? No. Like, it, it was balls. No, to the he wall did not one. enjoy it. No, no, you could tell. It was but, like, but I had that same conversation. Like, why the extension? Yeah. has just got vert. I'm like, yeah, but never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't make any Can, sense. Can't explain but I had seen video before where
2: he'd landed on the extension on a McTwist. And I'm like, oh, okay. If yeah. that was no extension, you'd right. be dead. So yeah, maybe it was a good idea. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis talking in and representing Hawk Wolf, the greatest podcast in my lunchbox. We're talking about FitBod. Uh, I don't have it yet, but I'm looking into this thing. And basically, it's an app that you tell the app all the things you have in your house or wherever you go to work out, and then it makes different workouts for you every day and checks on how you're doing fitness-wise, like uh, your weight and all that kind of stuff. And it motivates you as well. So it's a thing that I think you can hook up to your smartwatch, and then it's kind of like a personal trainer. And I've talked to people about working out at home, especially because of all the stuff where we can't go places. Um, To me, I've already learned a bunch of different exercises. If you don't know those exercises, and this can explain how to learn new exercises, because you don't want to do the same thing over and over again. You get bored and then you quit and then you get fat. You don't want to do that. Fitbod seems like it's got it covered. I can't wait to get one. I'm going to use my discount code. Uh, if you if if you want to kick it off right and start your customized fitness plan. So you can customize this thing from Fitbud, 25% off membership when you sign up at fitbud.me slash wolf. That's 25% off your membership at fitbud.me slash wolf. Check it out, everybody. Thanks. Yeah, so the McTwist
0: 1984. 1985 comes, 1986, 1987, 1988, 89. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, my placings are pretty much going lower because everyone else is learning 540s. And there's just no way that I could ever like do well in a contest. And I remember going on uh, a pow tour with McGill to New Zealand. Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. And this is the first time I ever saw, going back to the skate parks, public skate parks in Australia, I'm like, this is so cool. We yeah. don't even have this in the States. Yeah. You guys have free skate parks Yeah, and when you get in hurt, Australia, nobody sues anybody. They just go <laughs> home. Yeah. That's no, it. but like nobody was at these parks too. Yeah. They were yeah. empty, but they were free. And I'm like, you guys have access to a free vert. We'd just go to the, some park and there's a vert ramp there. There was no like little like learning how to like street course or anything. Just yeah. boom, vert ramp. Yep. Free skate park. Yeah. That's what <laughs> like, I grew up
2: with. And nobody was Montemail. riding them. Yeah, mini ramps came in like the late '90s. Yeah, like I had yeah. not skated a mini ramp. I saw it on video. The first mini ramp I ever skated was I came to America and skated an H, like a ramp. I remember Jimmy Mart- Martinez was the first pro I ever saw in America, and we went to a mini ramp that had hips and spines. Mm. I'd never even skated a mini ramp, and I was like, "Oh my! You guys have a track!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like I remember, I remember ollieing the hip and just being like, my brain going, yeah. you're." Going over a hip, like a spine. I'm like, my brain is like, how am I doing this? Because I watched Jinx do it. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's how you do that. But I remember like pivot to fakies on mini ramps. I'd already done them on vert before I did it on a mini ramp. I was like, it's way harder over here. (laughs) Like taking real slams on mini ramps because I'm so vert that I don't know how to bail on a mini ramp. Like I'd just be like, ah, jump to the flat. I also realized now that's why Christian could do crazy airs on mini ramps. Because when they first came to Torquay, there was a mini ramp. And they did a demo of Gons mm-hmm. and Christian and Lance. And Christian was just doing six-foot airs
1: on a mini ramp.
0: Yeah, because he like, had the brown
1: balls. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he, yeah, he, and he him came went, from that. He and I was like,
2: that. he's riding this like a yeah. ramp. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: 1989, I'm on tour with McGill. We're in New Zealand. And I could already do Ollie backside reverts. Okay. Like, that was one trick that I learned from a mini way ramp. Way harder. Yeah, Ollie backside reverts. And I'm like, we're, we're doing this demo. And I'm like, I'm gonna learn that hawk maneuver, that 540 one. Cause have already done Ollie 540s. Ollie 540s so I could 80, I, I had Backside Ollie reverts right at coping. Yeah. And I remember I was go, gonna meet Lee Ralph there. And I'm like, I'm gonna show Lee Ralph like Backside Ollie yeah. Revert, you know, like in, in my demo run. And I remember uh, I was doing them, doing them, and then I'm thinking like, I've never done a five forty. Maybe I can do an Ollie one. Right. Yeah. So I tried it a couple times and the board was flailing around. I was like, there's just no way. No way. So then I go, what if I because I could already do like Les Twist where you you do uh, you fake your rock, go up and 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 do a, a 360 grab grab yeah. melon and come around.
1: We can't yeah. say cab melon. What's that? We can't we can't say cab melon.
0: Oh he's calling this les
1: twist. But you will not <laughs> but you not you don't you don't say cab into
2: anything because you no. were, you a cab? No. Well, not? embrace it. You got 360 on your motorcycle. <laughs> no, I want to
1: know is do you not say cab because it's your name or because you're like, well, if it's Caballero, you don't grab, so you can't say cab to Melon?
0: Um, I just never understood why people call uh cab this cab that grabbing because a, a caballero yeah, is a faky 360 at, all year. Okay, fair so
1: It's your trick. You get, you, you, you call. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to argue with really,
0: yeah. yeah, I don't want to go into that. I'm going to lose followers again. <laughs>
1: Wait, you, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to help you. Yeah. Look, hey, Caballero is legendary. It's his trick. He. Yeah. We'll stick with skateboard. Came from him, and when we saw it in the magazine, I didn't believe it. Yeah, like I, it was truly when I saw the 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 sequence. Uh, the sequence was Upland, right? The, the first big uh, sequence. The first was sequence
0: Marina. was uh, M- Marina, and then Upland, and then I had an. But ad. the Upland one was like. Way out. Yeah, that was from the Gold Cup series. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that the first sequence I saw was the Upland one, and I was like, "That, yeah, so that's so a fake sequence." Upland was a piece of shit too.
2: So like, that ball. seems like a really yeah. hard place to it do was a caballero. so scary. Well, like the coping and was while he did it, and almost, it was
0: like four foot of vert, right? About two feet straight, two feet, almost three. But with eight foot transitions, yeah. Like yeah. A, and then, yeah. but
1: then the coping was
0: huge, yeah,
1: like that. And where he did it, it it definitely kinked on the setup, if not the the actual wall itself. Yeah. And he just bonked out and it's a sequence. And I was like, did they piece together that sequence? Like, yeah. that is unreal. And that changed everything. Right. So once you saw it, you were like, okay, now it's on. You no, it. I didn't think it's on. What do you mean? <laughs> it was like, that's it. He's the only guy that could do that. How long before
2: somebody else did a caballero? I uh, was it and was I I might have been it. the next
0: one. <laughs> I, I
1: learned that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We're, 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 we're,
0: we're going on a tangent here. <laughs> Whoa, nobody can do it.
1: Let me do this <laughs> no, Wait, hold on. We, back to 540. Back we'll to tell that story. bro. We'll tell that story. So we're we'll back right. to 540. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. No, I You're want sure. this to be about my first capillary.
0: <laughs> That's the only reason we invited Steve here. Yeah. Well, you really are good, Tony. <laughs> anyway, 540, you said. <laughs> no, I just wanted to explain the 540, like, what happened. So… I'm flailing around, 1989, flailing around trying to do his trick, the the Ollie 540. There's no way. So I went up and grabbed it. And I came around. I'm like, I could land this. And this was a two-hour demo. And I finally came around and stuck one. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I learned a 540 in two hours. Yeah. Because in my mind, I was like After four determined. years,
1: whatever, yeah. After,
0: yeah, after all those years of, or after 1984 right. of like… But from 1984 to 1989, I, I landed a 540 trying it in two hours. All right, Which is when you have your mind set on something and you're, you're focused and you're determined, it doesn't matter how long. It, it, it can happen really quick. You know, it didn't have to take a month trying it. It didn't have to take… A year trying it, it's like well, I learned it in two hours. But you'd
2: also put in this other McTwist work beforehand.
0: No, I stopped doing yeah, it. But completely. you had spun them for a while in '84. Do you think
2: this? And I hope not being a, yeah a, offensive, but do you think that a McTwist to you is more difficult because of your neck? No, no. Because you don't when you when you flip a McTwist, you have to like.
0: It's more difficult because you're blind for a second. Right, and you don't know. But where the backside
2: one. Why is the backside one? Why? Because why? I'd, it's easier for me, but at first I didn't know a backside five forty. I did McTwist first, and then when I did backside fives, I was like, "I know everyone's hopped up on it. Like it's real cool, but it's easier. I could tell."
0: It, what it was is because I don't know why. what's
2: easier,
1: Melon? Yeah, Melon's easier. It's not. It's it's just more. I, I what you're comfortable I, with. I
0: think it's more. Yeah, whatever. It's it's, it's what I was comfortable conference. with at yeah. the time. So at the time I was doing Ollie um, tail grabs. 360 yeah. tail grabs. I was doing uh, mute, 360 mutes. Yeah. I was doing, uh, you know, less twists yeah. grabbing. So I could do indie, indie K-twists as well. So I was like, I'm like, I'm just going to grab it backside. So I landed it and I started to just do it a lot. And I remember um, skating, going back to the San Jose Warehouse and skating with Bod Boyle. That's where
2: I saw it. You did? That's where I blew my knee out. Before a contest, and I thought I was the only person in the world that could do backslide 540s. And then you did one, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it. Cause I was like, fuck, he's probably gonna beat me now because of that. Like, I was, that's all yeah. I was thinking. And then I met Slugger and was like, fuck. <laughs> but cause I, I got on oh, the yeah, plane Slugger coming energy, here going, yeah. I'm
0: gonna. You were there at the warehouse? Yeah. Cause I remember it, it was my, Steve I Douglas. Told my ACL that night it was Bod Boyle and Steve Douglas. And I remember showing those guys, and they're like, dude, you're going to win a contest it. again. And I hadn't won a contest since, shoot, 1982. Right. 82 hadn't, hadn't won a pro contest. And I remember we skated that contest. It was the contest that we were together in uh, was supposed to be a contest in Mexico. Remember? And it got canceled. So it went moved to the Vision.
1: What I don't remember that. Well, you the, were getting
0: married the next day.
1: Oh, yeah. The Vision, uh, the hip ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Hey.
0: So he was getting yeah. married the the next day. Yep, and I remember that was the 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 first time I had won because I so I had 91. F-
1: 91 I think. Was it ninety yeah, one, ninety or ninety
2: one? Yeah, because that's that's when I had him. Yeah, that's when I went to Munster the first year, and you could do them then too. Yeah,
0: so I remember doing that in the contest, and then we were, and then I forgot we. I, what happened was there was like no time limit or something, and we just kept doing like. Then we started doing like old school tricks like layback airs yeah. and foot plants, and I remember I did this. Mickey long- Alba took a, basically
1: a two minute run. Yeah, for real in his run, and, right? and Omar was ripping two, two. minutes. But it, did it
2: involve him doing an axle stall for a long period no, of time, no, no, a couple no, no. of times? Because no. he did do that
1: and kicking his thing over, making sure it's in the middle. Adjust, adjust. <laughs> I remember, but I remember watching it going like, I'm exhausted watching him. He's got to be so tired. And at one yeah. point, he went up the wall. I was like, I'm so tired, dude. Kept going. It, I mean, what a silly thing yeah. that it was more endurance, but it no, was it, was, so it was cool.
0: And I remember they called my name, and I was just like, I just I couldn't even go and get my trophy. I just broke down crying because I was just like, oh my goodness, I won so awesome. a contest That's again.
2: That's awesome, dude. And it
0: was because of the five forty. Right. I was like, I was like, okay, it's on. Yeah. It's on. So then the Le, Le Grand Bernard came. Yeah. And then uh, Munster came. Yeah. As well, and I was spinning five forties there, and. Uh, yeah, that's when I felt like I was in the game again.
3: Right. Yeah. I
2: remember that. That was the, the day I showed up at that monster contest. Nobody knew who I was. And then by Sunday, everybody knew who I was. Yeah. And Sluggo and I met each other. And you other.
0: were doing 540s or were you doing metal I was graps? doing
2: backside fives and tail grab fives. Oh, okay. And uh, once again, before you, I saw you and I was like, fuck. <laughs> he can do backside fives. But I was still under the impression that I was the only person that could do a tarot grab five besides yeah. yours truly. Yeah, And then Sluggo standing on the other side of the deck with long blonde hair. I've got long blonde <laughs> hair. He's got gold wings on. I've got gold wings on. I'm like, what the fuck does this dude think he's doing? And I can tell he's like, what the fuck does this dude think he's doing? And he doesn't know. And I don't know that we can both do these tricks. Yeah. And then we drop them like through the afternoon. And I, and, and And he did the… The backs of one, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, figures, but I got tail grabbed. You don't know about that. And then he did one, I was like, oh, my God. We got ourselves a serious problem here. Like, I got to have to really pull out some stuff. But I remember it was uh, Chris Miller, Steve Caballero, uh, Buck Smith, and who else? Because I got fifth. But everybody that was in front of me was my idols. You know, so I was like, I won. I pretty much won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I got fifth. And I, Danny, I remember Danny was like, dude, you should have got fourth. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. you are
0: you didn't beat me.
2: <laughs> so
0: shut up. What do Danny, you think I should get? Danny was terrible in contests. <laughs> yeah, right? No, he was the worst.
2: Because I, I get it, though. Like, back yeah. then, if you're like, I'm going to do a medalli in my contest, right? I'm like, probably a bad choice of moves. <laughs> yeah. That's a very inconsistent maneuver.
0: No, I felt bad for Danny because I was just like, you, I, he had the talent. But you yeah, could just obviously. tell the pride was getting ahead of him as far as being a contest skater. And like, you know, I, I remember what you said in the bones brigade documentary about like having this different mindset of like, okay, I got to tone it down for contests, And then after the contest, I'm going to go and invent yeah, tricks. Right. You don't do these tricks in contests. And for me, I would see Danny and struggling because I know how talented he was. It's like, dude, this, Dude's never going to do good in a contest because he's trying to do the hardest thing.
1: And his baseline tricks would have put him in the top. Yeah, Right. But he could never stay.
2: He he was one of those guys. And I think that's why he invented so many tricks is because he'd do something and then he'd go straight into the next thing. Yeah. He would never, like if he learned some trick that was was incredibly difficult, he never did it again. He's like, you got on video? Good. Now I'm going to the next thing. So he could never do, he could never duplicate Mm. what he'd done because he's just too busy to try and move on to another trick.
0: Well, that's a, that was the type of skateboarder he was. He was just more of a progressive skateboarder. Right. Let's capture the moment and let's move on, yep. you know? And I think you had that too, but he also had the mindset of like, I know how competition works and I'm just going to tone yeah, it Yeah, there was
1: strategy and, you know, it's weird now because skating is so pure and soulful and no one… Just because the competition is one element element yeah. of skating now. In our day, it was the only thing. Yeah. And so when people are just like, oh, contest skater, I was like, well, yeah, because that's what we had to do, and we had to have a strategy, and we had to, we had to place. You're not going to get your picture in a magazine if you didn't if you didn't place well. But- I'm from the same thing. All
2: I knew was vote right contest. Yeah. I just always thought like like your you know strategy to do well in a contest. I'm like, yeah, so that I don't have to get a real job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can frown upon me yeah, while so I go lame. to the ramp yeah. for my living. Like oh man, let me let me let me appease you and and go work at a supermarket, you know what I mean? and then not do contests. Like <laughs>
1: shut up or drop in. Like I don't care and try the hardest yeah, thing ever yeah, and I, bail. I was totally okay yeah. with everybody knowing I cared, but I do want to tell this story because I'll never forget and it's still to this day like so heavy. You there was a contest at Colton, probably eighty one,
0: mm-hmm. right? No, nineteen eighty because nineteen eighty because uh, well the Gold Cup series was eighty to. 81
1: yeah, to, but it was, okay, it was Gold Cup.
0: Yeah, because the yeah. last two contests was Marina, and the last contest was Pipeline. Mm-hmm. And those were, I think, my, it flowed into 81, but it started in okay. 80.
1: So I was amateur there, and I was amateur there, and I, and I watched him in practice do, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrek Tafegi. Yes. Andrek Tafegi into a switch invert in 1980.
0: Backwards invert.
1: Backwards Zimber. There was no
0: switch stance. Whatever.
1: We <laughs> called it <laughs> switch stance Zimber. We did back then because yeah. if you're going backwards, that's switch stance. Yeah. So we Unlike just, skiers,
2: it's, you're going backwards. You morons.
1: they can't stand it. They're like, oh,
2: switch 1080. I'm like, it's not switch. You're fucking sitting on a toilet, man. You're going backwards. Stop <laughs>
0: yeah. trying to tell me you're going switch. Your butt's facing that way. Yeah. You're going backwards. Let's go
1: backwards. <laughs> Stop trying to buy a lit shit so obvious. Whatever. So in, Sorry. Well, in my day, it was a switch. <laughs> You're going to lose invert. ski
0: followers now.
1: <laughs> come, on, <laughs> come on, everybody. No, come, no. come here. And then into a um, half-cab or cabalierial?
0: Cabalierals weren't invented that yet then. I hadn't done, hadn't half done cabs it yet. Was half-cabs invented before cabalierals? Oh, no. you, so then you did an algerial after that? I might have did uh, a gay twist.
1: Okay. Yeah. So any one of those tricks in that time frame was… Next level, crazy. Yeah, the fact that he did th- those three in a row. Oh no, I uh, didn't
0: do the get. No, it was nothing. Uh, I know I, you did something. I think I did an Algarial. That's, that's, it. Right. So, that's right. So 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 he Sorry. did.
1: Scratch that. He did. Andrew Tafage, switch stance invert internal garial. Any one of those tricks was considered like the, of the highest order. Yeah. And I watched them all happen in one run in practice, and I was like, I'm never going to get there. That's it's out of control. That's
2: crazy because you ended up being the guy that did that. Like, well, I feel because like every contest, watching him.
1: Like, I was so inspired by it. That's why it. I Absolutely. Think
2: like, to know that…
1: But that was it. Like, that was the first time where it was like, oh my… god, You can do a hard trick into another hard <laughs> yeah. trick. Into another hard trick. Yeah. Like,
0: that's unreal.
1: Well, that so really Andrick, rubbed
0: off on you. So, my Andrick DeFakey was probably… Straight up, straight down one? This high. No, I went We'd go like this. And I think I was probably this high out with my hand on the coat. It's it so sketchy. It,
2: it was like… Matter. And then let go. So and what? In. That yeah. is so dangerous.
0: But I want to explain the backwards invert and how that was invented or how Please. I did it. So back then there was no such thing as video. Yeah. There was no video, anything. It was just Super 8, Super 8 camera. If you filmed your friends with your dad's Super 8 camera, you waited a week, get it developed, wait a week, and then you could watch it on your little thing that you put the reels on and watch it with this little screen.
1: Wow. Right? These guys are old. You guys. <laughs> This, I feel
0: like they're This telling is me about called the wheel. film, super. 8. Yeah.
1: We, you, have to, you have a whiteboard
0: and then you like focus it on the whiteboard. No oh, we didn't even have that yet. I just had the little projector, little square thing with the two reels. Oh my
1: God. So this is how we watched it. Oh, skates. you had it like you're watching it in the player Yeah, itself. because you could okay. like splice yeah, it and splice it all a, together. My dad had a projector. We were big time. Ooh. And then I would put it on rich newspaper.
0: <laughs> rich dude. Just so you know, both of you are not sounding fancy at all right now. <laughs> Holy so crap. I'm watching our, my little video that I shot of inverts yeah. at Winchester. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so you I'm going to play, play it backwards. backwards. That's right. yeah. I'm going to play it backwards. I'm like, that would be so cool to do it backwards. So I looked at that. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the skate park and try that. I'm going to try it. That is insane. And that's what ended up becoming eggplants. Because you're grabbing the same way as an eggplant. I'm grabbing the opposite hand, opposite… You know what I mean? Invert. Wait, you did switch your hand
2: plant before anyone did an eggplant?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So… That's what I'm talking I about. went home and… I'm, I went to the skate park, which was my second home. And I'm like, I'm going to do the backwards invert. Because yeah. I just saw I could do it like this. And I learned it. And then I took it to Colton and did it in the contest. Skiers. You're doing a
2: backwards <laughs> 1080. You're not doing a switch one. No. <laughs> I hate to break it to you.
0: So, yeah. And then, uh, so, in the Gold Cup Series, there was a month between each each competition. So, when we we do the same thing, with like Tony said, go back to the park and just try to learn tricks. Because the only way that you could do well in a contest was have a new trick at every contest. Okay. And I learned this formula from Eddie Alguera because this dude was, like, doing all these tricks that nobody did. Frontside rocks. No one did that. Uh-huh. Frontside inverts with your hand on the coping, nobody did that. Algario, uh, 360 invert, nobody did that. And I even learned, Eddie, I heard this Heard this story. So Eddie was on the Veriflex team, and every time he would skate uh, at Colton – when Alan Lossier or Grisham or any of those guys would come, he'd stop doing his trick.
2: Wow, that's like freestyle moto. Really? Get, yeah, they wouldn't show people their oh, stuff. Yeah. Like you, everyone had to keep it on a lock. His, a even game. his
0: own teammates would just like stop skating and not show anybody. I'm like, oh my God, that guy's serious. But he won the competition because yeah, it, 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 was, it
2: was a flexible strategy for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. If I saw him doing an in Gary, I'd be like, fuck, man, that's all you. Like, wait. <laughs> hey, uh, no, on, but they didn't on, even get that point. They didn't even get to see that yet. He would just wait until, until the, the competition. Did he do it in practice of the day or just wait until uh, he's Yeah riding. He may have. Yeah. Eddie
1: would be the kind of guy that would show up at the skate park at 9 a.m. and skate alone and do that. Like, okay. that that's the kind of vibe. It makes sense
2: because it yeah. seems like I'm now doing this podcast for a while. It seems like he was, everybody kind of based their skateboarding on him. Like all you guys, you know? I did. Yeah. I mean,
0: I would like… We'd just look at the magazines and who's the best? Who's doing the gnarliest things? And then in the magazine, there was sequences. So not only was there a photo… Because like a lot of the… Before sequences were around, there were just photos of guys flying out. Yeah, we we're like, like Jay Adams so and like… Bailed. Dude, yeah. backs at errors and their foot's flying off. We we're like, You're not making that's it. sick, but did he make it? Right. You know? And then all of a sudden, we just started seeing sequences. And then we'd look at the sequences and like, oh, okay… That's how you do it. That's every movement. And I'd study the sequences. Like, you can then go to the skate park and I'm going to try to learn this trick. And Eddie was the dude. Like, he's… It's funny you're talking about how
2: you see the sequence and then you go, that's how you can do it. I feel like Australia was so far behind when I started skateboarding that… I've told Tony, like, we didn't have a magazine. I heard there was a guy named Tony Hawk that could do finger flips. And I'm like, nah, bullshit. (laughs) And then the magazine it was came a legend with the sequence, <laughs> and I'm like, no way! Yeah. But then going to America and seeing all of you day to day do it in front of me,
1: it made me a thousand times better in a day because I was yeah. like,
3: That's yeah, I never, I, yeah, yeah, I
1: never thought that I learned something from sequence, I was just hyped that there was proof oh, okay that it happened because, yeah. like you said, you see all these shots of people, and they're like, they're just bailing, yeah. And it's like surfing. When people start doing air surfing… Yeah. As skaters, you saw a photo… You're like, dude, yeah. come on. You didn't make that. You didn't even… And it on now that they way. make it. <laughs> but, but Yeah, but That's now they the make it. But, sure. but but the sequences would just be like proof oh, of it. But I remember a sequence of him doing a frontside board slide. I mean, there is just these, these images that are seared in my head… Where yeah. he did a frontside board slide and it was like, what? Yeah, and it's proof that he made it. You, and you can slide
0: going yeah. that way? Like, yeah. that was unreal. So… That's how progression was. It was based on your elements and what you had, your equipment. So board slides, they they invented these things called rails where yeah. you put on the plastic things, put on your board. So it actually could slide because there was no such thing as uh, – there was no saucing the coping. There was right. no wax. There was no spray. It was and complete all coping was cement, chunked out. Right. chunky yeah. coping. But if you put these – Plastic things on the bottom, you could slide farther. And if you put these plastic things on your trucks, you could actually grind the grind. We weren't grinding, <laughs> you were whatever. Skimming across it. S- scraping. Right. We scraped things. <laughs> <laughs> I <I've> never <laughs> we thought we didn't grind. That way. We scraped because we weren't grinding nothing. It was scraping. We were so, slash scrapers. Yeah. Slash Smith, scrapers. Smith scraping. Yeah. No, so. Back then, like I said, I saw Eddie Algaris' um, sequence of Frontside Rock. I got to learn the Frontside Rock. Okay, so I learned the Frontside Rock and Roll. We had rails. They had this this little pool at Winchester called the Little Pool because it was tiny. And for some reason, they resined the coping. The only pool I've ever seen that had resin. No, it was just, it was resin. Like they took resin. It was resin on it. And I'm like, shoot. And the, do you remember the little pool? It was yeah. It was like this. Yeah. It was like two feet high and it was a little bank. And I'm like… And I could already do board slides because board slides were a thing. And I'm like, I'm going to try to f- slide my front side rock. Yeah. And I remember getting on there and sliding for like a block. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to try to do two blocks in the little shallow end. So I slid two blocks and I'm like, I'm taking it to the pool. And the pool was… A pro bowl, which was eight foot tranny, two feet avert, big coping, and I went from the little pool pool straight to the big pool. I and I remember it. just going and sliding and coming in, sliding, coming in, and finally um, I landed it frontside board slide. And then I took it to Marina del Rey, and then that's what I think and that's I'm where Tony did. he he saw that. But it was because of the elements of what I had rails for one, yeah. and then the slippery coping in the baby pool, made me think, oh, I'm going to try to slide this front side. I mean, everyone's sliding backside. So why not slide a front side?
2: Yeah, well, I, I
1: know why. Because you, it's it, extremely difficult. Yeah, You're <laughs> the only one that could do sure front rocks so easily. You're back and, and hit your head yeah.
2: or <laughs> slip
0: forward and smash your face. Yeah, or, catch, had,
1: or catch the rail on your heels. But I had yeah. wrist
0: guards with gloves. I had my helmet, my knee pads with caps on them. Oh, Yo, you are ready good to go. go. My bad.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, let, let wait, me take us, wait, take us through the cabalier.
0: Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah, hey, Cap- I'm sure you have uh, the, the story. 360, yeah. Whatever, huh? <laughs> dickhead. Anyway, <laughs> God. Anyway, Stacey Stacy named it the Caballario. Have you ever said it? Stacey Stacey did yeah, yeah. the airwalk too. Said, he did. He yeah, named airwalk. Did he?
1: Because he wrote the caption for it. Is he that He wrote the caption in That's the That's what happened for games. to me. He wrote. He wrote. Tony does the airwalk. Like it walks through the air, and then everyone's like, airwalk. Oh, okay.
0: You didn't name it. No. No. T- uh, Stacey named. Coined it, Caballero. Smart. That was a good yeah. name.
2: Now, so… Now people rip it off. That's the
0: story.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: See you later, everybody. I and describe Caballario. Ah, uh, shoot. Okay, this is in the Gold Cup Series. Uh, in between, there was five contests. The first one was at Oasis, your local yes. skate park. Second one was at um, Big O. Yep. Third one was at Colton with the backwards invert. So between Colton and Marina Del Rey, um, I invented the Caballero. And so – How'd that come about? So I was at Winchester, and the Pro Bowl was there, and I was sitting on top. There was a a, um, a snake – like a snake run uh, mogul, like a clover bowl. Remember that clover bowl? Yeah. Mm. Up there, and there was like a bunch of hips and everything. And I remember just sitting there watching one of these pro skateboarders uh, skate the skate the bowl. His name was Robert Shefali, um, aka the Fly. He rode for a company called um, Tunnel skate, Skateboards. And what his thing was was he would do this thing called the RB slide, where you you go up and you put your hand on the coping and you slide to fakie because he couldn't do fakie rocks yet.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, hardly those. anyone could. Yeah. So everyone was doing that trick. Yeah. So
0: RB is for Rick Blackheart. That's why it's called the RB slide. He put your hand and slide to fakie. And then he would come up and do 360 kick turns. Ah. Right? Yeah. On the tile. And you started. And then I was like, whatever, fakie 360 kick turn. That's uh, like whatever. But you it's 1970s s- trick. Like who does that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm remember like-
1: out, there was a sequence of Alan Gelfand doing it at Del Mar and in right. his truck.
0: He was actually in his he hit co- his, he did a three sixty right. yeah
1: and his wheels and his truck went on the coping and it was like like basically cap pivot yeah, but, yeah. yeah so I mean we didn't or, leave the wall but 360%. it was still crazy it was yeah, still so really
0: crazy I mean I didn't look down on it but I was just like oh cool you know that's his trick yeah. you know and all of a sudden he did an rb slide and he lost like his balance and he went up and he hit the coping and the board flinged in the air and he flanged in the air and then he went around did a three sixty. And I looked at that, and I'm like, I wonder if you could do that. Yeah. You know, because I could already do… Remember, fakey ollies yep. were a thing. So, we could already do fakie ollies. Yeah. And another one, uh, I think Eddie Alguera invented that one. The fakie Man, yeah. I don't know. So, 1980… I'm not that old, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1980, fakie ollies. We could already do fakie ollies. Yes. And I'm like, I wonder if I could do a fakie ollie… And spin around yeah. and come around all the way around. And I, you know, coming down backwards was not a thing. Yeah. I mean, air. we weren't even doing airs to fakie back uh, then. No. I mean, if anything, we were doing fakie rocks or board slides to fakie. Did somebody back, back then it.
2: do blunt to fakies? Like no. Holding- <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no,
0: no, no. That was the, a decade later. The mute one.
1: No, no, no. No, no, no. no. nobody okay.
0: did that. No one… Was that Kevin Staub? Yes. Yeah,
1: but the only way you got speed was to do basically what that is like. It's yeah. like a burt to. Arby slide bird slide to fakie a
0: fakie rock or a board slide to fakie was the only way you get speed. A board so slide to
2: fakies were rare. Right, you had to be high level for that. That yeah. was more of a trick. You that didn't was a trick, not to right. get speed. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. So he left, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go in the pool and try it. So I just kept trying it, and I just kept spinning around and board flying away, flying away. And I just kept trying it. I'm like, I know this can be done. And I remember hitting the coping, landing three quarters of the way. And like, oh, shoot. All right. I'm getting close. All right. And I remember going back to skate park again the next day and then and, uh, trying it, trying it. Until the point <laughs> where I landed three quarters of the way and I slid the other quarter way around. Okay. And landed it yes. and rolled away in Winchester's pool. And I called Stacy. And I go, Stacey, I got a new trick for <laughs> Marina Del Rey. And he's like, oh, What is it? I'm like, Well, it's a fakie 360 Ollie air. And he's like, What? Because yeah. nobody did anything like yeah. that back then. He's like, What do you mean? I'm yeah, like, was, Well, a, I do a fakie Ollie and yeah. <laughs> I spin around and come all the way around. He used to
1: call Stacey and explain tricks to him, and he didn't get it.
0: Yeah. On the He's phone,
1: like, what? He's like, come on, man.
0: I don't, I don't even get that. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, come hey, on. Hey, man. What are you oh, talking come about, on. man? on. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> so, here comes Marina Del Rey's Gold Cup. I get picked up by Stacy and his Volvo. I get to um, the parking lot, and Neil Blender and Lance Mountain are, heard about this trick, and they're waiting for me in the parking lot, and they're like, we know about the new trick. We want it. And I, like, not not even like getting out of the car. They're like putting my we're going up to the upper keyhole right now. We want to see the trick. Right. And like at Marina. Yeah. And so I'm like getting up. they're pretty much putting my it's pads like on. Like, here, here's your here's your knee pads. Here's your helmet. Let's see it. Like so I'm it? like, okay. So I go up there and I try it a couple times. Of course I'm like I don't have it wired yet. So I do a couple of them and bail, come around, spin around, bail. And then I landed one and they were just like they were blown away when I I did it. um, Everyone was. At that contest. And I did it in practice because we would come the day before to practice. And uh, so that was my debut of the trick at Marina. But what happened was I fell in my prelim runs before I got to do the trick. You didn't make the final. I didn't make the final. So I didn't even get to do the trick in the contest. I did it in practice. There's film of it, but I did so crappy at that contest. I think I ended up getting, like, uh, 15th place. Wow. So I went from, like, Oasis getting, like, 11th because I didn't make the cut there uh, to getting third place at um, uh, Big O. Mm-hmm. Then I won Colton with those, that combination. Was saying. Then I went to Marina, got 15th with the Caballerial, which I couldn't even do in the contest. And then we had a month later for Upland, and then that's when I got it wired. Okay. And how long before it was called the Caballero? Uh, it, it wasn't called the Caballero until after Upland because… That was the I'm, sequence. The, the sequence the in the magazine. Stacey wrote the caption. Yeah. Okay, so. And I won that contest and then he wrote, you know, Steve wins Upland with the Caballero. And so, wait, he, how come he's writing the, the captions? He, because we're doing a Bones Brigade intelligence report.
2: Oh, wait. This isn't in a magazine this is in the in the bones yeah, but he
0: but he also
1: he also d- would would do articles and stuff for thrasher so okay no
0: Thrasher wasn't around yet
1: but that that the airwalk that's how he yeah like he named it because he was writing the caption or whatever for for some contest and then because everyone's just kind of doing like it was the industry was so small yeah that everyone's wearing all different hats and all it right. was like yeah Fausto started Thrasher I'm gonna help him with it. You know what I mean? No one like it wasn't
0: really a job. All right. It was more like everyone's just pitching in. And this is when, when Skateboarder started transitioning to Action Now. To what? Action Now. Skateboarder. Yeah, so skateboarder action Magazine
1: now. became Action Now. Oh. Okay. I did not… That was oh, the yeah. first. Did not know. That was the first extreme Action Sports extreme yeah. publication. Action Now. And, and they're the ones who probably coined the phrase Action Sports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was called Action Now. But we… Hated it.
2: The skateboarders were were called extreme athletes. No, it was like
0: this was Skateboarder Magazine, and and then it turned into Skateboarders Action Now, and then all of a sudden there was BMX in there, there was surfing, there was what? But I mean, those were understandable, you
1: know, almost linked to skateboarding. But it was like they covered. I'll never forget this is one where I lost interest. Well, I mean, not lost, but I was like, all right, this isn't even skateboarding at all. They had some competition called body skimming. Did you see that article? Mm -hmm. Oh, it Was a boogie board? No, it was literally they were digging a ditch in dirt, covering it with a thin layer of water, and then people would run and skim their bodies along, <laughs> Man, punch see how far. In the face. And That's they did so an article on it. I was like, this is like some joke circus event. Yeah. And they put it in. I was just like, the, body skimming, Kona skate park contest. I was like, <laughs> dude, this sucks. Yeah, agreed. But that was the first time I got a photo, and skateboarder it was in action oh, now. Not else, skateboarder, yeah. yeah.
2: Man, you guys, I'm going to say this a lot today. You guys are old as fuck. <laughs> action now. I'm 50. What do you mean action now? Like, I know that this is older generation right now going, how dare you not know action now, Jason? I, no
0: one showed me yeah, one.
1: But I, I, I remember, never saw a or anything. remember Lance and Neil calling it awful now.
0: Oh, yeah, man. So it was, our was bibs. A, our bibs said action now, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, for the gold oh, cup. Bibs when you were in contest. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys look like
1: they were like, they were like, like, Fixing shit on the road, yeah. but no, they were in a contest. And the older dudes, the punk dudes, would, would cover theirs in blood, yeah, which was and Dwayne cool. and, and yeah. Salvo, Dwayne and Salvo, yeah, like blood. But yeah, we we get bibs. the blood from.
0: We wore bibs. In
1: case like, we butcher shop or no, like, just them slamming whatever. Like
0: yeah, we bled. Back yeah, I mean, there was rough. plenty of
1: blood to go around. We it bled. Was fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> scrapes everywhere. If yeah. you're skating Upland, you're bleeding. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. I actually have a scar from Upland, actually, where my knee pad came off. Um, in 1980. And it's still there. So every time I look down on my knee and I see that scar, that's from Upland. It was well, rough.
1: It was gnarly. It was so…
0: That was the gnarliest pool I ever skated. Yeah. And it was crazy because both pools had this like weird like shadow or dark thing where they tried to fix the tranny. Remember what you we were yeah. saying? It was a kink there. We right. didn't call them kinks. But, you know, not to be mean, but yeah, it was kinked. Right. It was not good. And then the square… Had one too, along across the wall. So, it being super you know, super kinked, big coping, a lot of vert, small tranny, rough surface. It was a gnarliest pull ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I think it was Gregor Rankin telling me because I was like, man, you know, I I want to skate up on. He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? And he's like, dude, you skate a vert ramp with three inches of vert. If you went there, you would die. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know. I could do it. And then he told me the story of Lester Kasai doing a eight-foot Japan air on the face wall oh, yeah. and writing his whole body off. Oh, yeah. Like apparently he was yeah. walking around the contest with one whole side of yeah. his body bandaged. Because… It, dude, was, like, it was rough down there. Right? And then he was, explained to me, he's like, dude, we're talking like way Sam more paper. vert than, yeah. than transition. And, yep. Yeah.
1: I was like, okay. I remember Jeff Phillips came to an upland contest, and he he mostly just skated ramps at that point. All right. and he's from Dallas, and then he just wrote on his shirt, "I will try to survive upland." That was the shirt he wore at the contest, and then he like fractured his wrist or something. Oh, he didn't he didn't survive yeah. upland. He tried. Right, that could happen.
2: <laughs> Tell me about Bones Brigade because you've been in all the areas of the Bones Brigade. I was there for one of them. What are the differences? I mean, obviously, you got older, so you're like your interest is like maybe not as focused. But
0: first Burns Brigade, what are you trying to say, second Jason? Second
2: Burns Brigade, I'm, <laughs> the, you're old as fuck. How about that, <laughs> Just trying to get anywhere. Yeah, I need I to can. skate more? And then, no, I did. Stop doing that to me. And now this Burns Brigade, like, yeah. is there? Are you? Because you're the. Are you in charge of the team now? No,
0: no, I, uh, no. I, I did uh, act actually have that role for a quick second, but I did not like that role of team managing. Right? Yeah, it was bad. Uh, so I resorted back to a skateboarder so I could have like the respect of the skaters. Cause once you get into the team managing role of a company and you start protecting the interest of the, the company and the skaters, it, it's really touchy. You know, I'm trying to make George happy, but then I'm trying to make the skateboarders happy. And it's, I could just tell the way that they were looking at me and, I wasn't getting the respect as a skateboarder, you know. So I was like, right. you know what? I don't want that role. I don't want to be in that role. I just want to be like the dudes. I get it. If like, you
2: know, George and and and, and Michael and all those people at Power were always very nice to me. And I consider them friends. But yeah. I also considered them my boss. Yeah. And there were certain things that I would totally tell you and not tell him. Yeah. And if you're now working for him and you're going to tell him, well, guess what? I'm not <laughs> telling you shit either. So I see how guys would do that. Yeah, I, I don't
0: just, know if you've gotten in that position at all. Being, uh,
1: I I have, but but I was I was kind of just there for the cause, and and there wasn't really. It wasn't like there was some big budget behind, yeah. my decision making or anything. Where it was like protecting interests was just yeah. like, We're we're flying by the seat of our pants here at okay. Birdhouse, and so. I appreciate you guys doing it, and I'll give you money if we have it, but. We're all sharing this hotel room tonight. That's what's happening. Pretty laid back. Yeah. I mean, I had to… I've told you the story. I had to lay the hammer down a couple times. And that sucks. And he's right. Especially when you're trying to be in the mix skating. Right. But also… But it wasn't his company. It was my company. Right. So, to be an intermediary like that as a team manager is way harder. Because you're trying to please the, the, the bosses or you're trying to please the skaters. I was the boss, and I was just like, we gotta send I got the store. corporate
0: card, and I'm paying for yeah. like the hotels and right. the food. And, and then they're
1: giving you shit about what you charge. Yeah. On the corporate card. Oh, yeah. And so it's. Right. Like, you stinge us. We're like, fucking stinge this. And yeah. then your boss is p-
2: happy for you. But if they go, hey, how much did you spend at this restaurant? And we were like, he said, sky's the limit. Stevie's the best. And now your boss is like, really? Sky's the limit. Do Doesn't you remember? That's
0: Conklin. Let me. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, you go. You no. Go. Funny story about being on tour with Lance Lance Conklin yeah. and I was the boss and I'd give these guys per diem and stuff. And I remember getting close to the end of the week and it's like, Lance Conklin comes up comes up to me. He's like, dude, I, I, I'm hungry. And I'm like, dude, I gave you your money for your per diem. He's like, oh, I spent it. I go, what'd you spend it on? Yeah. He's all, oh, yeah, I bought idea. these at Shelto Adidas. I go, well, you can go eat your Adidas. <laughs> I'm like, you spent your food money on shoes, bro? I'm like… I'm not giving you any more money. I'm sorry. So, well, see, so you were born to be a team manager. <laughs> so, did you just watch him like mope around starving? You just me? had to wait, or, or, <laughs> oh or, or, or <laughs> no, I meant. <laughs> Dude, that would be so I'm sure we fed him, but I mean, I'm just I saying. I was like, you know, I'm <laughs> not giving you so any so more like money. Just taking the hard line still. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Eat you your shoes,
1: hungry. motherfucker. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, do you remember when Powell oh. sent us all credit cards? Oh yeah. What? So Pal, like it was the heyday of the Bones Brigade. Yeah. The first Bones Brigade. Yeah. The second. I don't know. Whatever. The one. No, I it was, was the on,
2: first. I'm okay with it. I
1: was, <laughs> I'm B team and very and proud of it. They sent us all. Uh, Steve, Tommy, Lance, Mike, and me. They sent us credit cards. Yeah. And we didn't, we were like 17, maybe yeah. 16. We didn't know how credit cards worked. We're like, sick. I was, well, they, twi- I was in my twenty. I was in my twenties. They okay. gave you a credit card <laughs> so, for
2: you to spend and not, and you. I pay don't back really on-
1: know what. It, like, I guess it was for us to charge stuff when we were traveling. Maybe I bought a four-track recorder with mine, so everyone, <laughs> everyone runs has nothing to do with skateboarding dude, at all. No, dude do- I bought a task four-track recorder. Jason, with everyone my- runs theirs to the limit. Everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, instantly! Instantly! Yeah, we got
1: credit cards. Yeah, and then they're like, "You guys got to." Pay for that stuff. Like, Dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, I
2: agree. You can't give people like us a credit card without saying, hey, just so you know, you've got to pay it. If you just give me a credit card, it was card a, sh- it was a it shock. Has a
1: skateboard team on it, I'm pretty sure that's free money. Not one of us was like, oh, yeah, that's how it works. Everyone was yeah, like, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. We have to pay.
2: Yeah, I agree. Well,
1: why did you give us credit cards? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Don't so give me free I, I- money and then tell me I have to pay for it? <laughs>
0: So I did the Lance Conklin thing with the with the recorder. He he bought the shoes. I bought the recorder. The recorder. <laughs> yeah. yeah did you that was, stop? No. There was, this. <laughs> they just took the card away after that. Right. We didn't have a credit card. Yeah, anymore. It was one month. One. We month. didn't have we no cards. They took. are like, oh, your yeah. give, give that Stopped back." <laughs> 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 you guys are too young. You don't even. Yeah, you don't even understand a, the responsibility. That was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Did you pay it back or did they pay it back? We paid out of our royalties. Yeah. For sure. oh, okay. So you, oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't no, it paid it ten, tenfold. Yeah. They were like, yeah, okay, we're going to take it Dude, out of your road. We paid it. We got a dollar a board. They got plenty. Yeah. How much? <laughs> a sorry, dollar. One dollar a board. How
3: much
2: did they get from the board? I don't know. A lot. All the rest. <laughs> how much the board usually,
0: sorry, if I just, they were like 36 to know, $38 right. for a deck. Retail? Back in a, yeah, back in the yeah. early 80s. Yeah, probably $36, maybe. A dollar.
2: Yeah. I mean, I get it. You're (laughs) building the boards and you're doing all that stuff, but yeah, that does seem like a bit of an odd percentage.
1: It, but
0: at the same same time, we didn't know. But at
1: our age, we were making six figures. It seemed like right sky's the limit for that. Yeah. We were balling harder than ever. And it was just like, this is amazing. And yeah, why ask for more if you're already getting more than you thought you would ever get?
0: I got my first board in 1980 and I was making $300 a month from selling $300. boards that month and the next month I made 500 to a point where I was starting to get into thousands and then to the point where the uh animal chin came out uh you know Tony had his board Lance McGill um Tommy Rodney Tommy and by 1987 I had made $18,000 in one month wow one month off board 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 royalties getting one dollar a board would you imagine if we got $2 a board that much? Yeah. No, I wouldn't look at it like that. It would break my <laughs> Can heart. you imagine how much money we would have wasted then? <laughs> I know, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> we I were not wait. saving speaking it. No, if I save mine, I mean, it's saving it to an extent. Yeah. Sure, okay, but- you're
2: answering my question. But yeah. speaking of making this money, what's yeah. the stupidest thing you've ever bought besides suspenders?
0: That was not stupid. <laughs>
2: I'm oh, just, my I, God. I'm, people I'm, people making a I'm making a joke. I'm the joke guy on the show. Fucking wake up. I thought they were great, but I just… yeah, what was the dumbest thing. I
0: Oh, I know the dumbest thing. Okay, good. I do know the dumbest thing. What? Josue talked me into buying leather pants in Italy. Yeah. In 1987. In Italy, too. In Italy. So they were like… How cream. much were they? They were like probably 600 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 600 bucks for pants? You no, know, I walked in… Like, Josoi's all about like… Shopping. Yep, we know. right. We call uh, so man. we go. We, the we go to Italy, and he's going in all these. Le- I'm going to all these leather stores. So I'm with Roskop and, and Lance, and we go in there, and he's trying all these leather jackets and stuff. And I'm like, shoot, I got to buy something. He's buying all his stuff. Yeah. I bought black leather pants. How many times did you wear them? One time. I knew it. <laughs>
2: That's so yeah. what
0: happens with those things. But I was like, so good- no, not that day. I wore them for like a Halloween costume or something. I never wore them out. Oh, you never wore no, them no. legitimately? No. Never wore them yeah. out. I like yeah. I the balls to do out that not have them home looked
1: at him though every day and pondered it. <laughs> but, nah, not today.
0: No. It was just worth
1: buying in but- the store. <laughs> not worth putting on. No,
0: at the time, it was like a good idea. Because I was walking out with a bunch of bags with leather right. jackets and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy leather pants.
2: Yeah, I've done that. I wore before. it for a
0: Halloween costume and that's it.
2: I bought a Gucci beret once and then i realized like a week later that i looked like a fucking tool with it on <laughs> and then i gave it to 187 to make knee pads out of it
0: Gucci bro that must have been expensive
2: yeah yeah i was in it was in uh in the aspen so it was like oh, extra yeah. expensive yeah, yeah. but you know me more hanging out living that uh dc espn i was getting paid from espn and dc more than i was for ever skateboarding wow so and I was hanging out with all these other people that go to those stores and buy stuff like it's no big deal. And yeah. it was kind of a little bit like you and Christian where I was like, oh, you're… Oh, well, then I'm going to… I can't afford that jacket, but I'll get this beret. Then <laughs> and I'll, and I'll be hanging out with you guys. Look at it. I got an asshole hat on too, you guys. And then I saw myself in the
0: mirror and was like, "Ah, man. I just bought a dog shit for no reason. But at that time, we were making… Over 200 grand a year. Yeah. So, spending yeah, leather six, pants is nothing. spending $600 on leather pants was nothing. Yeah. It's pretty much it like, oh, really. whatever.
1: We were making that much and not, well, me for what, for the most part, wasn't trying to plan for taxes. Oh, I didn't know that story. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I did. My dad curbed okay. it, but there was a point where he's like, you can't spend everything you make because you're getting 1099 income and you got to pay at least 30% in taxes or right. yeah. more than
0: like 40 and that was a gnarly thing. I think that's the, probably the worst thing that I've ever experienced. Well, I didn't experience it. I already had a brother that, that knew all that kind of stuff. Okay. So he's like, you need to put some money away. But I heard this crazy story of uh, Ray Barbie um, making all these this money and their family spending it. And then tax, came, tax time came and they were like bummed. Oh, like, wow. oh, yeah. So the thing, I wish that Stacy and George had mentioned, hey, you're making all this money. Yep you need to put this money away because tax guy is going to come and take some of it. Yeah. Like I, we thought, this, company, is, all, basically, this yeah. is all ours. Like yeah. I didn't know what taxes were.
2: Man, I just realized my father really hooked me up. He went bankrupt like five or six times. And at one point, he put the company in my name and then I went bankrupt like through him. Yeah, And he would all I would watch him suffer in torment from all this back tax drama. And he would always say to me, don't ever get a credit card. Alices are not supposed to get credit cards. If you get a credit card, you will ruin yourself. And I was like, okay, like duly noted. And also, you look really bummed out about the whole… So I never… I I didn't want to get involved in that because I knew that I'd get screwed. I don't
0: know enough. Well, like in my family, I was the only one that's ever reached that level of making that much money. So there was no such thing of like saving for… Like you… Like you'd get money back, right? Your parents would say, "Like, oh look, I I got this much money back on my taxes." Right. Like oh, tax refund, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's what you knew. Like, I'm like, where the, am I going to get money back?
1: <laughs> the beauty though of what we did, no,
0: we're taking money from it. <laughs> and, and it was the
1: '80s too, so there was pretty loose with yeah with tax laws and stuff. But what we my my sister was a, a CPA because she was making money. She was a back back uh, sorry backup singer for. Bunch of bands had a really successful, successful career. And so Bolton. she did her own… Yeah, Michael Bolton. And, and, just um, to name a few. Or really, just one. <laughs> Righteous Brothers, Bill family and all that stuff. But but she, she knew how to write stuff off. Because yeah. she was in entertainment. And so, I would come to her with my stuff. You know, I was like, ha-ha. And she's like, well, what's this? Music. Well, don't you skate to music? Yeah. I skate to music. Yeah. You write all the music off. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, how much is it? Well, that was the haircut I got in Hollywood. Well, aren't you a public figure? Don't you nice. need a haircut? And I was yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that, or like if I if I had bought leather pants, she would have been like, Well, you got to go to this fancy event. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's futuristic.
2: People, yeah, I was really like that back yes, then. Yes, yeah, no. I found out that way later when people you know like I had a manager and they're like, You could write this, and I'm like, Yeah, yeah can I? I don't yeah. know
0: anything. I didn't know about the write-off stuff either. And like they'd be like, well, you know, you can write off your travel. Well, I get my travel paid for. Okay, well, you can write off the hotels. That gets paid by the company too. Okay, that doesn't work. Um, Your food. You can write off your food. They pay for that. (laughs) No
2: write-offs. No write-offs. Pay a large sum of tax money. Yeah, That's the answer. I paid a lot.
0: And I don't know if you ever run into this, but because our income is so fluctuated… That I would always have to pay penalties because the ta- tax guys always want you to pay what you're going to make. Yeah. I never knew what I was going to make. Yeah. So every tax year, I'd be like, why am I paying another penalty? Well, you made this much money. You're supposed to project that. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have a set schedule. I'm I'm a royalty thing.
3: Yeah.
0: So for a skateboarder who makes royalties, the t- taxes doesn't work. It doesn't work well. It works well for people who are solid, know what they're going to make. This is what you're spending— this is what you pay in taxes. So now I've learned this thing where I, I got to pay quarterly. Because right. projecting like this is what you're yeah. going to make. And then maybe you're going to get some money back. Right. It's like… And then… Yeah, I got some money back. You got $167 back from your taxes. Yeah, but I paid you like over hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's not money Thank back. you for the $167. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's,
2: it's like, a, that's an insult, <laughs> Apply it
0: to next year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're going out to dinner. Yeah. Olive Garden. Could you… <laughs> When you and Christian were the people that did the highest airs when you were in high air contests, how often did you beat him and and what was it like? Like you, It sounds like you were friends. You went shopping together and, and you were both like the shorter guys who both went fucking… I always thought it was cheating. I was like, <laughs> the only reason they're going 10 foot is because they're short. Because look at it. Oh Magnuson can go 10 foot. He, Christian can go 10 foot and Cab can go 10 foot. You're cheating because you're Tony Hawk. You don't count.
0: And now, but nobody per- else. and now Alex. And now Alex Parrelson.
2: cheating. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> but was there ever like a, a rivalry um, like, of any serious nature, or not
0: really? I mean, there's always been like the friendly competition when you're skating with your buddies, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go bigger than you," or right. "I'm gonna do like I'm gonna bone my front end." gnarly and you're pulling right. the tail out or I'm going to stall this invert long. oh you stall that invert I'm, I'm going to stall it longer okay right you know so it was always that friendly competition of like it was just a way of for us to push each other yeah Um, you know what when I did my highest air was that Raging Waters Raging Waters Uh, Christian was hurt so we didn't actually get to battle there oh. he was only there watching it happen because he was hurt oh but yeah. all the other uh, higher competitions that I was with in with him with like the Vision one, um, he won them and he won it at 10 foot. But, I, you know, he didn't get to go against me at the one that I got 11 foot at, so.
2: Right, so that would have been, because if he can do 10 and you do 11, it's like, well, then do you have that other foot? I yeah, haven't seen it.
0: well, who knows? I mean, who knows? And then all of a sudden, uh, we see this uh, thing of Tony Magnuson going 12 foot, right? Cedar Crest. Cedar Crest. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he actually... Tony Magnuson actually beat that a couple years later uh, with 12 foot. So what an
2: extra foot. Whatever with that style. And his heels,
0: were, the board was flapping because it was grabbing right behind the foot. So the board was flapping off his foot.
2: Right. But <laughs> I do remember he had a. a, 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 a I couldn't understand his pump because he would land low. Like you and Christian would land on the coping. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's how you get momentum. He would land like lower mm-hmm. and just keep going mm-hmm. a little bit higher. And I'm like, how is he doing that. It was pretty well,
1: the, incredible.
0: The higher thing, actually, one of the guys that was going higher than all of us was Lester, to be honest. In, yeah. the, in the mid-80s. Just
1: le- he was less consistent, but he he was so just as high. It's
0: Lester Kasai, in the mid-80s, was killing it and he was going huge. And we'd go to the contest and be like, oh my goodness, Lester is blasting higher than anybody. But because of because of seeing this happen every contest, he's like he's going to go third wall, blow up, yeah. and fall. So right. it, he wasn't ever in our mind like, like g- he's going to win.
1: For Lester, backfired because he would get a good landing, yeah, and he would just try to go higher. He yep. was not going to tone it down. Yep. So if he got three good landings, he's going to bail a
0: twelve foot air. Yeah, yep. that's what's going to happen. So he was like never looked as like oh quote okay he's ripping but he ain't going to be in the top here right. because he's, he's going to fall. fall off. Right. But um. When it came to doing airs and, 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 and competition stuff, so we learned that the closer that we landed towards the coping, um, we could get a, a full pump yep. into the next wall. Yeah. So the only way that you could get close to the coping was to come out and push your tail out over the coping. Yeah, and then, and then at the second in. minute, suck it back in. Sketchy into stuff. like. So it was crazy. Like If you think about it, when we're doing an air and we're coming in, we're already into the pump. Position, yeah, and if you lock up, yeah, yeah it's you're way done. worse. Yeah, done you're that. done. <laughs> so
2: I told Tony I did in the contest, and the announcer gave me my ride again. And the other guy that was going to beat me was like, "That's bullshit! You can't do that." And I'm like, "I'm not going to argue with him," but it was yeah. one of those like one. Yeah. Two and the second one I was like, oh, we're gonna fly <laughs> on the next wall. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't know I didn't even know that
0: was gonna happen. Yeah. I was too busy thinking about the glory on the other side. Face hit the ground. Yeah. No, it so yeah, it it was gnarly. So, you know, sometimes we would clip the the coping on the yeah. way in and like, oh, that was a close one. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I think I may have hung up once and then I like never hung up again because I don't ever want that to happen again. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that my, my wheels clear the coping or I'm just going to bail. Right. So a lot of times we'd be shooting photos. You know, a good way to get out of that is to kick your board away. Yeah. And then jump in. Yeah. But if you're, if you're a photographer yeah. and guys were always shooting us with the fisheye lens oh, real close, right. a lot of guys had them. got gashes. Yeah, and I, I remember out, I
1: took out a couple of
2: them.
0: Who'd you take out?
2: <laughs> He's not going to mention names. Yeah.
0: I have a good one. So we should. Good to you, me. Glad you got it. I have one. a good takeout, but it wasn't actually. Okay, so it was Grand Britain was shooting a cover of me and Lance for Trans World. And we were at uh, the block um, in Orange County at the Van Skate Park. And I remember kicking my board out and hitting his camera. And I chopped his lens completely off his camera. Like this nice fisheye That's lens. Expensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was super bummed. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. But that was like, I was going to hang up. So I had to kick my board away right. and it just chopped. the.
1: I did that to Aaron Chang. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't a skate photographer. He was like a really well-renowned surf photographer. Oh, wow. It was kind of doing a favor of shooting photos of me. Oh. Whoops. Welcome to skate. You got pay to yeah. play, baby.
0: No, but I think… Transworld paid for his stuff, so it was just a write-off, and he just got a new lens anyway. So he was right. stoked. But yeah, Um a lot of guys would just get hit in the head, yeah. especially it, from my board, Christian's board. Whoever did high airs and kicked their board out to get out, yeah. they got you. Got to watch out.
1: Yeah, I would probably I wear guess a helmet. Stitches once. I just realized you did. Yeah. Who? I think it was Ted Teramon Was it? Yeah. Is he in NorCal? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ted. Eh. Yeah. So it's now, cool you, story, see right? I, I now you see why… I missed the 360 variable things. like so sad. Oh, man. Missed the grab and just…
0: And you, so you see why some guys would just kind of reach their hand out with the fisheye… Yeah, yeah. You know, to get the shot because they don't want their head right in case out. The board comes right. out. Yeah. yeah. And then so guys would be like, oh, that's so lame. You're not even looking through the lens anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live to see another day <laughs>
2: Yeah. Let me hit you in, in the head with a couple of skateboards <laughs> and see if you still want to put your head down right. there. Because I feel like that changes your opinion immediately. <laughs> You're like, wow, that really hurt. Steve, thank oh, you. Oh, man, we, we went long. Oh, okay. Man, I ain't done. Round two.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Actually,
2: Jason, That's I have a really good <laughs> yeah.
0: really story, bro. I was going to mention it, but next time, bro. It's we'll going to be a we'll to say,
1: Okay. I'm just glad you didn't tell a story about me having a gum in your toes well next time on the next
0: yeah. on the next one.
1: Oh, okay I yeah. was like what yeah. Yeah. gum and also thanks to you Toast. guys yeah for, uh, for donating yeah and buying raffle tickets and here shot you guys. I love what
2: yeah. Tony does the
1: camera angle yeah. <laughs> out of focus wait what's your name I'm Dan Art Alex James <laughs> <laughs>
0: i <laughs> need you to donate some. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Stevie will do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me I would have donated yeah. something. Wow, there's a, uh, a huge session going out. out there. Oh, Are we, Bucky. we got Bucky. Yeah. Bucky. We got Andy McDonald's. Out
1: there. And Mitchie. People hate when I do this and they're like, we want to see this session. Yeah. <laughs> That's for these guys
0: to see. Okay. <laughs> Mitchie's got a mustache now. He's a man. <laughs> like and describe everybody (laughs) bye
3: when shopify says you can sell anywhere oh they mean it hold up just got a new sale Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world!
0: Whether you're selling carrot or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.